Welcome to another episode of Crosses and Graces. My name is Peter Holm and I'm here to talk today about educating yourself and educating others. So before I get started, I'm going to remind everyone again, please subscribe to the channel. Please like this video if it helps you out in any way, shape or form. Make sure to go check out the Ecumen stuff that I work on on my other channel there. And again, I appreciate you all tuning in to uh, get more information on our wonderful and amazing Catholic faith. So thanks again to Restoring the Faith. And I'm going to go give you guys a bunch more to go and build on to what uh, they got here on this channel. So, all right, today, educating yourself is essential to being able to be with truth, be with God, and help others come to the truth, come to God to be Catholic. All right? You cannot educate your family unless you have already educated yourself. And when it comes to educating yourself, um, that's the only way to cut off all the bad stuff that gets into our heads, whether it's from the TV or from history classes or all this other nonsense that in all seriousness, although history is good, and although there are some good documentaries on TV every now and again, the lion's share of it is not actually in line with the truth with Christ, with things that actually happened because there are people out there and groups that have a vested interest in ensuring that we never actually know history, where the church came from, God. So how do we stop that? Read, all right? I know reading is hard, and I'm going to be perfectly honest here. When I first went through the Bible, I used an online like version so I could drive in the car and then listen to it. But Get it any way you can. Start there. Get some scripture. Start getting the basics of the faith. Anything that you don't know or you're not comfortable with, there are books out there on all of those topics that you may have issues kind of uh, understanding or you've never been privy to it before. So you'll find it. That's why I'm a convert. So I do constitutional education, or I did previously. And the work that I had been doing to educate people on the U.S. government the Constitution of the United States, the Revolutionary War that brought the United States independence, all of these things, I taught people and I talked to people. And as I was talking to people, I had an individual who came to me who started to drop me little uh, truth nuggets here and there. And I didn't believe him because I was a Protestant at the time. And he's giving me this information that I'd never heard before. And it was contrary to what I knew to be true. And as I went and started to figure out okay, you're going to keep giving me this different perspective and I don't trust you. I'm going to go read it myself. So I did. I went and found all the books I could possibly find. Newadvent.org, by the way, is a great place to go find writings on the church fathers, the church doctors, as well as the Summa Theologiae. So Thomas Aquinas, a great summary of Catholic theology. So I started to look into all of these sources. And as I built up my understanding and started to look uh, further in depth at all of the vast library that exists to defend Catholic theology, I started to realize that I think maybe I was wrong. And I started to go back and then double check what I had thought to be true against the scriptures, against the traditions of the church that were written down by many great men. And realized that when you put this all together, Catholic theology was the only one that actually made any logical sense start to finish. And I couldn't have done that if I wasn't actually willing to read, if I wasn't willing to go get myself into a position where one, I had to be humble enough to sit there and say, 
I don't know it all. And even now, even through all the books that I've read and the ones I'm going to recommend to you guys today, I'm going to tell you, I know nothing. <laughs> the only thing that Catholic theology and all of this Catholic writing has told me is that I have the capacity as a Catholic in a state of grace to stand on the shoulder of giants and ultimately maybe understand a little bit more and help you guys understand a little bit more so we all can get closer to God. But I don't see how I could get that far as some of these guys like Thomas Aquinas or Francis de Sales or St. Augustine or St. Jerome. Just keep going through the, the seemingly endless list of saints and great men who've done great things that we can now take advantage of. I'm inviting all of you to do the same thing. The only way we can go and again crosses and graces. That's why we're here. We have crosses to bear. And one of those crosses as a Catholic is to educate ourselves. So when people start saying things that are complete nonsense to us, you can be like, mm, we can't accept this. That's false. That is not part of our theology. That is not in agreement with God. That is contrary to virtue and to nature. And here is why. And we can give them the details logically to contradict their false position and we can give them the source information and the books where they can go pull this out and see for themselves so when they should they come around with the humility to say i need to learn something they can look back to a source that helps them get to where you are and you to get to where you need to be so we are closer to the saints ultimately we are closer we are closer to god and we have the ability to be more like christ to be bigger men to be stronger to be greater and to be able to put up with all of the nonsense that is just being fired at us from every single direction we can actually resist and that means we become a more formidable fighting force to make sure that truth prevails and not all the nonsense that we're you know being battered with right now so books so many books and again the catholic church the greatest part about this truth thing. So everything about God in the book of numbers, he says, actually, he doesn't contradict himself ever. I believe it's numbers 23, 19. And he talks in, uh, Paul, when he writes to Titus says, God never lies. So we know out of justice, God gives this complete truth that is completely in unison with itself. There is no contradiction whatsoever. And as we put together, not only the scriptures, but their traditions, and ultimately the magisterial writings that come from some really great popes, you start seeing this whole picture that becomes very indivisible. You cannot actually pull a piece out or refute it. And the only way you can try to actually break any piece of this truth, you have to take advantage of one piece of information and then remove the context from the rest, which means the only way a Protestant can sit there and say, well, faith alone, like Luther made up on a whim, is because he ignores the rest of scripture that says, no faith alone. He ignores James 2.24 that says, not faith alone. That's the only place faith and alone occur together in the Bible, by the way. If you have context, you can knock out all the rest of this filth, and you can make sure the garbage goes away, and all you are left with is prime information that helps you to be very good at refuting and seeing falsehood. And that means your kids who you have to teach can end up in that same place. That means that your family members can end up in that same place and help you and us Catholics defend our faith from all the falsehood and all the false teachers, 
all those people who are out there with itching ears, not wanting to be Christian, but they want to say, I'm Christian, but they don't really mean it. We can stop that. Books. So first and foremost, the Bible. The Douay Reims is probably your best translation you're going to be able to find. I will admit, hands down, it is the hardest to read because of the age of the English and the fact that we do not use that type of writing or dialect anymore. But Douay Reims comes from displaced monks who got thrown out of England between Henry VIII, Edward VI, and Elizabeth I. All of their persecutions when the Anglican Church was stood up and they made sure that Catholicism would never come back, the English monks ended up at Douay and at Reims, and together then working in concert with approval from Rome, they were able to put together the Douay Reims translation, an English translation of scripture, which is probably one of the best that is out there at this time. Now, if you want to use other translations to kind of understand a little bit more, and you want to see possibly the original languages, I would highly recommend go to biblehub.com. They actually have all of the different relationships together with all the different scriptures, all in parallel, and then the original Greek and the original Hebrew stuff. So it's a really good way to consume the Bible. In terms of your catechisms, I would recommend the Catechism of the Council of Trent is going to be the most thorough and accurate in order to allow you to refute falsehoods and heresies. The Baltimore Catechism, a version of the Catechism in English, approved by the Plenary Baltimore Council in the late 1800s. Um, it is an English translation of Robert Bellarmine's small catechism. That is one of the most solid books that I can possibly recommend. I can totally recommend this, hands down, awesome book. Make sure that if you can, get a copy of it. And this is great for learning all sorts of cool stuff about the faith. In terms of other holy books. I already mentioned the Summa Theologiae or Summa Theologica. Um, you'll see it written both ways. St. Thomas Aquinas, written in the 1200s, attempts to do a question and answer version of a summary of all of Christian theology. It is an amazing work. He references Augustine. He references um, Aristotle. There's a handful of different people that he's pulling out as well as all of the scriptures and all this logic. It is a great work to use. I would also here give a plug for the liturgical year. Dom Guéranger, so he wrote this in the 1800s when he was worried that it looked like tradition was going away from the church and we needed to go and latch on to it. Guéranger has that available. It's in 15 volumes. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it in IPETA. It's a smartphone app. Um, you can get it in print, but it's a few hundred bucks. Either way, the other online versions are way cheaper. So just a heads up for that. Um, we have all the Anti-Nicene Fathers. Again, newadvent.org has the Anti-Nicene Fathers. That means you can read from the fourth pope, Clement a man ordained a priest by Peter himself, um, mentioned by Paul in the uh, Philippians, letter to the Philippians. Then you have Ignatius of Antioch, ordained by John the Evangelist, then becomes a priest and then bishop at Antioch, goes to get martyred. He has seven letters that I think remain today. He's the first to use the word Catholic when he talks about the church. So that's a big deal. Uh, Justin Martyr, Around 150 is when he lives. He ends up writing a dialogue uh, with Trifo the Jew to actually contrast truth in Christianity and versus falsehood of the modern creation that is Judaism. Then you have Irenaeus of Lyon, who was a student of Polycarp. Polycarp was ordained by John the Evangelist. And Irenaeus of Lyon is a bishop at Lyon who ends up writing a, a series of books. So altogether, it's five books. Uh, known as Against Heresies. He actually then puts together all of the false Gnosticism that they had seen up to uh, 188, about when it was published, his time. So in there you can find then the full list of popes from Peter all the way to his time, as well as you can find where he starts talking about church authority and why the church 
just as Jesus says in Matthew eighteen seventeen, is the source of all authority on earth because God lives within it and rules it. Therefore, the church is the institution we all have to abide by officially. Not the men, mind you, but the church itself. I would add on to this. City of God was another book I read when I came in. An amazing work. You're talking by St. Augustine. He summarizes why the Roman Empire is falling and why they should not blame Christians for it. Book 18 within the City of God is really neat because it gives a timeline to line up world historical events to scriptural events. It's amazing work. Intro to the Devout Life is really cool if you're looking at ways to do meditation and prayer. I would highly recommend that one as well. And then one that he recommends often. So Francis de Sales himself says, I carried this book, uh, Spiritual Combat by Dom Scupoli. So for all men out there and women too, but I would say definitely fathers, definitely husbands, definitely bosses. You guys who are out there supposed to lead, read The Spiritual Combat. It's an amazing book. It actually enables you to understand what you do to live a virtuous life based on four simple rules in that you need to have distrust of yourself, faith in God, right use of faculties, and you need to pray. If you don't do those things, it's going to be really hard to get closer to God. So again, spiritual combat totally builds on that. Really cool. Another one that was helpful for prayer is Interior Castle. And I could go on and on and on. Interior Castle, by the way, written by Teresa of Avila. But again, so many books, and I'm surrounded by books. Um, all I can recommend is you surround yourselves by books. Cool thing about the ones in paper, it doesn't matter if the lights go out and you don't have any power, you can still keep reading. You don't need your phone. Paper books are great. Online books are great. However you can get them. Now, hopefully I've filled your heads with all sorts of considerations. You're going, are you educated? Are you ready to educate yourself? Are you ready to educate others? Because God needs you. The church needs you. We're all in this together and we got to defend ourselves and make sure that the falsehoods do not come and penetrate and cause us harm where they don't need to. So, are you ready to do that? Can you help us? I appreciate all of your time. Hopefully it was an enjoyable episode for all you all. Make sure to subscribe to this channel, subscribe to the Ecumen channel, like this video, and please throw comments at me. Tell me if you don't like something or you want to hear something else, we'll go from there. All right. Take care of yourselves. St. Joseph, pray for us. And may God bless us all. Have a good one.